99.5 FM WBAI New York. Welcome to Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's the one and only Trinidadian Panamanian Poppy Rude Boy Top Gunner Suck Panya Mother Giovanni Anglin. What's going on, people? What's going on? Bastionissa, aka Ice Cold from Queens. Geo's in Brooklyn. Hey. What's going on? And that track was Polo G Clueless featuring Fabio Foreign and Pop Smoke. I've been listening to this track all day, Bastion. Whenever I hear it, it makes me want to go and buy all black Air Force Ones and commit and commit some demonry in the whip. Feel nice and tough. It did, bro. The first time I heard it, I'm like, yo, what? When did they make this track? Apparently, they this song was out like a year ago, and it was a different beat. It was a bit more heavily auto tuned in the vocals, but they cleaned it up, put it on Polo's album that came out about two weeks ago, and. I, this, is, in my opinion, is the best track on his album. Interesting. It must have been the energy of the room when they made it. It gives it that like that dark energy. <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. It it gives prime all black Nike Air Force One vibes. And if y'all don't know what that means, if you see someone in all black Nike Air Force Ones, it means he's a shooter. He's a demon. He can suplex you, as we've seen in that video bashing that we've that's been <laughs> circling around Twitter. Oh yeah, 
uh, the best album that I would like to say that's equivalent to that energy is maybe Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent, his first album. Mm, so it, that that's your favorite all-black Nike Air Force One album. Oh, yeah. This guy is a monster. This guy, around the time, maybe like two years before, like, of course, he got shot. But he also came out like How to Rob, that little EP on How to Rob, and he was dissing everybody. That was uh, other rappers did answer. Yeah, I, b- I believe that was Power of a Dollar, right? Power, yeah. Back power in like '99, this was before he got shot, right? Yeah, he was always a, uh, you know, always wearing the Nike. <laughs> he was wearing black Nikes. Black Air Forces. No, not really, but oh, he okay. had that same energy. He had that same energy. That was before he was a big guy. I think my Local favorite. We'll talk about. I think my favorite album or tape that makes me want to get into that demon mode would be just anything chief keef did back in the heydays of of 2012 2011 like that's some prime all black nike air force one music right there the start of the drill scene specifically chicago yeah the energy was dark it was dark but it was more unsafe. I feel like it was as unsafe as '90s hip hop. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Chief Keef is he—he he is a legend in his own right now, and he's around our age too. Like, who would have thought that that genre of music coming out of Chicago would have birthed all this new drill stuff scenes that we have right now? Of course, we have the stuff going on in Brooklyn. We have the stuff going on in the UK. You even got stuff going on in Australia. You got stuff yeah. going on in Jacksonville, Florida. Like all because of that man right there, who was one of the first to you know make it real big out here in the drill scene. And it's insane. Now everyone wants to wear all black Nike Air Force ones. Well, not everyone. Only specific kind of people. I always thought that was interesting. How that's the next steps for gangster rap right yeah like the energy for gangster rap pretty much did die out during the hip-hop blog era it yeah. just wasn't the same especially so we always for talk drill about... to come out like by the end of the hip-hop blog era makes so much sense and people always like to talk about how september 11 2007 is the day that gangster rap died because that's when kanye west overtook 50 Cent in most records sold sold that yeah. that year with a graduation over Curtis. Which, by yeah. the way, Curtis wasn't a horrible album. Like it was it wasn't okay. The best album. I think he had a great singles, but as you know, just let people know, it's a retired Kanye West stand. I still put Graduation as like his least interesting album. But the thing, but but that's in theory for me. But mm-hmm. it is the most important album within within like hip hop within the last twenty years. Yes. I mean, so yeah i feel very differently to you as you know i, I love that album has amazing album amazing every song album. is a 12 out of 10 it's a radio hit well well i'll say this all right there's certain songs that has not aged well good life to me i, I don't really care for it that much anymore because you overheard it that too and That's also why. also we're not going to act like drunken hot girls wasn't on that as well and barry bonds to hot me. girl quick, quick thing drunken yeah, hot girl please. is like like a like a rendition of another song that's very similar to it. So when I heard the original like style, mm-hmm. and I heard Drunken Hot Girl, I was like, oh okay, I kind of like the song now. Is, only because I heard the original. Is Drunken Hot Girls the worst Kanye song ever that he came um, out with that we uh, know about? That's on an album. That's on an album. 
Mm. No. Okay, which which? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. the the one. Okay, this is my least favorite song. It's on College Dropout. It's the one with Talib Kweli. I was gonna ask that. Which one do, would you prefer listening to? The one with um Talib Kweli, Get Him High, right? That's yeah. on the College Dropout track. Or Drunken Hot Girls. I think that's with rather, Most Def. No. No. Or was that just him most by himself? Was not that. Okay. Yeah, Most Def was on um two words. Oh, okay. Okay, got it, got it. So like, yeah, Drunken Hot Girls like beat is still good. It's just the lyrics is kind of boring. But it's still like you could still see the Jesus in it because he's like, oh, drunken hot girl. Now you're going to be with me the rest of your life. Ah, ah, ah. You know, it's that type of energy uh, that he was going through. So, But yeah. let's go back to like, you know, drill music. That's just the evolution of gangster. And as you said, it was 2007 where people would like to claim it was the end of gangster raps. Like, no, nah, it just mm-hmm. took a short break. It yeah. was about to come back. It wasn't Realness as is... mainstream as, as, you know, the Drakes and the... And the Kanye's and the Kendrick's and the J. Cole's were getting. Gangsta rap wasn't wasn't as mainstream as it is now, okay? Because Pooh Shiesty's out here, even though the man's in jail. Yeah, but the, it's a loop, right? Hip-hop is, is the same loop over and over again. It's like oh, beats, lyrics, gangster. Beats, lyrics, gangster. Beats, lyrics, gangster. You know, for the past few years, it was all beats because trap beats took over the scene for a long time. Now we're, like, I think we're more gangster right now. Then we're gonna get back into lyricism. Oh, one hundred percent. Once, once there's a hit single that's three minutes and like forty five seconds long, we're gonna go back to lyrics. Yeah, for a bit. For oh, a bit. Definitely. Do you think someone in the hip hop stratosphere has to has to have passed away in order for it to to go back to hey, let's all be friends again and let's all just kumbaya for a minute and just talk about getting money and dancing and we're gonna wear flashy shiny suits again and do that stuff. It like is the 2000s already, happened. It's already kumbaya. The problem is there's a lot of industry plants. <laughs> Here you go or back to the industry Industry plants. control where they want some plots to kind of like forecast other plots. So it's like, yeah, this rapper is making music with this other rapper, but he's also beefing with this person. So the news outlet's going to talk about the beef continuously over and over again. It's the same thing, you know, from the 90s, 80s. It's pop culture. So that's the industry's hand, in my opinion. The industry always has to let these artists kind of beef with each other. That's the way I look at it. Hmm. Sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes it's not interesting. Later on in the show, we're going to talk about the new XXL freshman class of 2021. Can't wait to talk about that because in in this class, you know, there are definitely some quote unquote what Basham call industry plants that he doesn't like. And I can't I like, wait to talk uh, whoa, about whoa, that. Whoa, 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 whoa. I love industry plants. No, right? you don't. I just, I just don't. I just hate how um, obvious it is. That's my issue. It's like, come on, you're an industry plant. Play your part. Say like you work hard and you had the training. Don't say I work, I grind to get here. It's like, no, they helped you get here. Just admit it. I'm fine. You just admit it. That's no right. bashing. We'll, they don't we'll want to admit it. Yeah, let's get to that later, okay? Because there's one artist in particular that you call an industry plan already, and you don't like. So, yeah. So, okay. like I said, if you admit it, you're not an industry plan. But if you be quiet about it, you're industry plan. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get uh, to that shout later. Shout out to Billie Eilish. She's not industry plan because she tells people what she's doing. All right, she has great music coming out. Oh, <laughs> uh, I heard. Uh, did you hear about Billie Eilish? She she said the n word when she was like what thirteen or something. That's did not, you see that? That's like that's nonsense news that should not be spoken about. 
Hey, hey, I agree. I just saw it and I was like, hey, did did you see this? Because I saw it. I don't care. I, I'm not going to say I don't care. I feel not like it's tabloids. not fair to do that. But anyways, I just, you know, I haven't talked to you in a bit. That's all. Yeah, you brought yeah. up Billie Eilish. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I get it. I get it, but I'm not going to, what I'm going to do about it. Yeah, fair enough. Well, Bastion, yeah. talk, talk to the people about how this is available for podcasting and all that stuff, please. Yes, check out Black Seinfeld. We have our website, blackseinfeld.com, where we update each week. We're also on YouTube. This is um, look for Black Seinfeld, and you'll see all our previous videos, which are more of a clip channel, so you see a lot of clips. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Black Seinfeld NY. And just in case you have any questions, please reach out to us at blackseinfeldny at gmail.com. Because- also, our podcast is pretty much everywhere, Spotify, um, TuneIn, Stitcher Radio, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm going to just name it twice because it's probably the most popular one. Just type in Black Seinfeld and you'll see my beautiful artwork that I put in week to week. Pretty soon, yeah. Black Seinfeld may may come to you on Facebook Podcast. Bastion, did you hear about that, yo? What are you talking about? Okay, so Facebook is coming out with its own audio space, which similar to what Clubhouse is doing, what Twitter has, what Spotify has with Green Space. Facebook is now entering that realm. As we were, as we called it, we we said that all these companies are going to start doing what Chat House, well, Clubhouse has been doing this past year. But I'm not going to lie, it's been losing. Clubhouse has been losing a lot of steam, man. No one really, no one really cares about Clubhouse like that anymore. The, once the rappers were gone, I'm not going to lie, Bash, and I, I stopped going on. To be real with you, to be honest. But yeah, Facebook has it's coming out with its own platform, and also it's coming out with its own live podcasting platform as well. It's currently in beta, and it's going to be available for, of course, content creators and and a select few of of Facebook groups. So, for example, content creators that are already supposed to be making a splash on this Facebook podcast audio space wave is, of course, your your hero in mind, Joe Budden. He's going to be on that platform Your soon. hero and mine. You <laughs> well, introduced me to his show, so it's your That hero. is true, but ever since, you know, the whole Rory and Maul thing happened, which, by the way, I like their program a lot more, but that's just me. But, yeah, Joe Budden, he's You he's heard it be, here first. That's me. Yeah, yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two episodes in, Gio likes it more. Right, I like it wait, more. Let's wait to the end of the year, and we'll bring, it, bring that back up. We'll bring that back, definitely, but... Yeah, man. What what are your takes on Facebook and Spotify entering the realm of what Clubhouse was doing a year ago? I already we already know Twitter has its own thing. Um, it's the evolution of technology today. In order to survive, you have to steal ideas. Of course, you could reach out to them and say, "Hey, let me buy you," and they're going to say, "No, we're worth more," or we're going to be, you know, no worth be worth more than you in a couple of years problem is they don't have the same type of staffing ai control and technology right they don't have that cult culture at work that next step always on the hunt blood on the door come on man they're they're always waiting for the next best thing instagram facebook no facebook bought instagram right that is true facebook owns whatsapp that is true as first generation americans our Caribbean families on WhatsApp every single day. They no longer have to go to the store, waste five dollars for those on a fifteen-minute card. Cards. Yeah, 
only just to like when they call somebody, they don't answer. They lost five minutes. Mm-hmm. Skip that. Mm-hmm. You know, we have family in the Caribbean. They have some internet. You know, WhatsApp. Just call me. No problem. No issue. Shout out so to all Caribbeans. Shout out yeah, to all the Caribbean out. listeners. It's the evolution. Oh. How do I feel about Facebook stealing that idea? Um, cool. You know, um, Clubhouse, they messed up. They were in beta way too long. Being in beta for a very long time, it's not a good idea. It's just not a good idea anymore. Yeah. It made sense in 2010, but we're in 2021. I, I got things to do. I said this years ago, no, not years, months ago, when we were talking about Quibi. Quibi failed because there's too many apps on the phone. Wow. All these apps are fighting for your attention. I'm a busy man, right? I decided to watch Twitch all day, you know, during my time when I, when I left work. That, that's it. Twitch took my, you know, attention. That's 12 hours a day I'm watching Twitch. How would I do Quibi? How yeah. would I do Clubhouse? Quibi's so 2020, bro. That's crazy that you brought up Quibi again. That I had to nuts. explain. That's true. I had to explain. Some app ideas are very good. The problem is the world that we're in today, we have so many apps fighting for our attention. But do you, is it Clubhouse's fault? Because like you said earlier, Clubhouse isn't as heavily staffed as Twitter, Facebook, Spotify. Is it really like their fault? I, I know that I understand like they blew up fast and that in part goes to show a the power of black people and black content creators because the reason why i found out about clubhouse was all the rappers that were on it at one time and they were all going at each other that was the that was the time i started hearing about clubhouse because other than that i wouldn't have known and now that the rappers aren't there i mean i know the latest i know the latest um clubhouse news came from trick daddy when he was talking about beyonce and jay-z but other than that this year, I haven't heard much about Clubhouse that much anymore. In the past, I'd say, four months, haven't heard much about Clubhouse anymore. I could think of maybe three reasons why. Mm-hmm. Um, one, oh, you're right, the staffing. The staffing is one thing, but when you like start Clubhouse and gets popular, that's when you kind of open up for investors and you just start doing the hiring. Yeah, and it was valued at a billion dollars, I believe. Exactly. Well, I don't know what that means. I, no one ever knows what it means. So once you're valued at that, you're going to get money from investors and you just start investing. Two, once I finally got around from it to get it on my iPad, I realized one thing. The design sucks. The interface Whoever does the suck. U- UI, UX designers, like they look at, I, I looked at it, it's like, okay, I'm an amateur myself, but this is designed by amateurs. They haven't changed it much. They haven't. Since it came. So that's a big problem. So now I think no, they're not working on it. Because a regular company will continuously, Instagram, for example, will continuously keep working on the UI every single year. Now we look at Instagram, it's like the best it's ever been. Of course, we hated the changes, but it's better now. We got now. used to it, yeah. Yeah, used to it because you got to stay innovative. Of course, I hate how Facebook looks now, but uh, I'm used to it, so I can't complain. I don't remember how it used to look. But, right? but to, to be fair, Bastion, Clubhouse has only been around for a year and two months. It's only been around since last April. So you lose guys. And it's still in, technically, it's still in beta because you still yes. have to invite people. Guess what? You're in beta for too long. 
you fumbled the bag. Mm-hmm. If anything, it kind of works as you got popular too quick. Now yeah. everybody's stealing your ideas. Where it's sort of like a mom and pop shop becomes Subway in like in the span of three months. Yeah. I actually had another example, but I think yours is better. For me, it was kind of remember last year during the protesters, the protesting that people were getting arrested. Yes. And there was a separate company, not a company, like a group, like a nonprofit organization that's designed to help people uh, get bail to get them out. Yes. So many people donated money to them. Then a week later, somebody wrote this whole like you know Twitter thread or an, or an article saying, "Oh." It's this this organization got so much money they only like they're only able to get 15 people out within a week like what's going on it's like well in the back scene it's like there's only there's a staff of 10 people yeah there is a such thing as over expansion exactly they're not ready for expansion yeah they got popular too quick they got the money they can't expand Mm -hmm. you know that's the way i look at it it's just it's weird politics maybe it's run wbi i have to use that example but they, because of their staffing, they didn't have the tools to just go to the court and uh, bail out all these protesters immediately. Like, they can't do 100 a day. That's not how it works. Right. Their system's too slow. It's going to be 15 a week. It's going to be 10 a week. It's going to be two a day. Come on. That's yeah. how it is. So that's kind of how it works in tech, too. I knew they were in trouble once I saw Twitter come out with their own, with their own platform. But the fact that it was both... Um, iOS and Android capable already. That's when I knew I was like, oh, it's over for Clubhouse. Not well, it's not over for Clubhouse, but the amount of usage that Clubhouse once held at like the peak, which was like around, I believe, like around six million, if I'm not mistaken. I knew that would drastically go down. Plus, you have to I also take into consideration that a lot of us are no longer in quarantine. Well, here in the States, at least, a lot of us aren't in quarantine that much anymore. Here in New York, the restrictions have been officially lifted. They're, they're being lifted as we speak. So I took that in con- into consideration as well because I'm not on my phone as much as I once was when I was on Clubhouse. I honestly, whenever I see alerts, I do not care. You're right. You're 110% correct. Now we're using that time and attention on real life again yeah and you know, i listen to podcasts be, again exactly we used, i listen to podcasts again now because i'm driving more <laughs> you know we used to be 50 50 you know we're on, our, we're on our phone when we need to and uh we're living life now during the pandemic well i guess the past and the height of the pandemic we're 90 10 yeah. 10 because we couldn't live the life we wanted to and 90 times 90 percent because we had to look into our uh, 6.5 inch screen facts so what you're saying is true um life is moving on they blew up at the wrong spot in time you know i think and i think there's no point of it now i think about a lot of a lot of things that blew up because of quarantine and i i think about you know the time frame of which these things are going to last now because things are back in back to quote unquote normal for us, right? And I wonder about some of the companies out there that are that are going to adapt. So for example, prime example, Versus, right? Versus spawned out of, you know, just being in, being in the room all day and artists being bored 
and just battling with just tracks, with just tracks that they came up with and, and features that they had. And it wasn't anything crazy at the moment. It was just them, a phone, and just playing stuff off of their, off of their computer, right? Or DJing. Now, Versus has transformed itself into a, a concert, basically. Yeah, the in-studio concert. Yeah, which with the I crowd think now. A, with crowds, which I think is a great idea. Mm -hmm. Because we always had this type of like streaming, if you remember Coachella, uh, watching it on YouTube, get the time slots and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and all these other festivals, they were doing the same thing. But what happens if we just focus on one show? one production i'm pretty sure tame apollo did that for two days where they're selling tickets you could watch a stream watch it like a real show so you had to watch it their time mm -hmm. pretty sure someone ripped it and put it on youtube later on um but that's kind of how it works it's like hey we're going to do the show live this is this is the time we're going to do it like for versus examples like oh it starts at eight but it starts at nine because everybody's going to watch that's how you kind of pull people in uh, TNT when the NBA starts. Oh, it starts the game starts at eight. No, it starts at eight forty-five. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Versus, I know people are saying like, oh, versus is like over because of it's like there's no direction. It's like no, er versus going to evolve now, but it doesn't have to be artist facing artist. It could just be sh new artists or shows or another outlet instead of doing a music show on Fox. That's the way I look at it. Music show on Fox. Yeah, there's like a lot of Fox music shows, like um, no American Idols. And oh, but I don't consider singer. I you feel know. you. I don't consider verses like that because verses. No, is just... I'm saying verses are has to go that direction, or it's going to implode. Oh no, no, no. Yes, yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Verses has to evolve. They have to create sections from themselves. They can't continuously wait on like old artists versus old artists to split the crowd. And no, no, it's over. But Bastion, there's a lot of old artists that that, you know, isn't as prominent as they once were. And now with the help of the versus platform, people are going to stream their old songs. And yeah, stuff prominent again. for a like week. The latest here's, one is like Trina a, and Eve. That was last week that we didn't watch. Yeah, we didn't watch it because I didn't grow up on Eve. Yeah, we grew up on Eve and, and Trina for a little bit. I didn't grow up on them. You ain't man. I, know, I heard Trick their songs, Daddy. but it wasn't on loop. I didn't get the I didn't download the MP3. Word you wasn't Windows bumping. You wasn't <laughs> bumping Windows Love Player. is Blind. You wasn't bumping Love is Blind? Maybe Tangerine. Tangerine. Uh, Let me blow your mind, Gwen Stefani. You were definitely bumping that. That's the only one. But that's like pop. That's like near the end of Eve's like high of career, you know. No, that was the spawn of it. That was like two thousand two still. Tangerine, you Ta sure? No, I'm talking about let me blow your mind. No, no. I oh. I Oh, oh yes. Doom, 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 doom. That that's a top one hundred though. I'm not listening to her music. That's a top one hundred. I don't think I won't, I won't count that. Like oh, Missy fine. Elliott's music, yeah, I I had the albums. Yeah. Okay, fine. Like, wouldn't let me listen to it. Pretty much like the first album my parents were like, no. She w they wouldn't let you listen to Super Duper Fly? Not that one. I forgot which one, but I probably had to look it up. But my parents heard the album before I listened to it, and they were like, no. <laughs> no. And when I went back to listen to it, it was, like, it was, it was okay. It wasn't that great of an album. <laughs> but still. I feel you, I, bro. That's a, I don't know. Oh, I think this is not a test. 
Oh, got you. All right, got it, got it, got it. Hold on. Yeah. What was what was the track list? Baby girl, wake up. This is it. Um, keep it moving. Ragtime. I really don't remember. I don't think it had like all the hits. I'm pretty sure it did. Past that Dutch, I'm really hot. Those were the biggest. Oh, okay, album. got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. This, this, this really wasn't it from Missy. This one, at least, this was '03. Past that yeah. Dutch was cool. Don't be yeah. cruel. Beanie Man Monica was all right. Wake up, I remember that. That was with Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, this one wasn't it from the Missy catalog. Yeah, think about like Under Construction, Miss E, so addictive. That's the last album then. That's the one um, under construction. Yeah, you're right, under construction. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's the album I had. Talking about a young kid, 2003, getting CDs off a Sony catalog, and you had to cut it out and mail it out in order to get it back. I remember that. All right, so that shows our age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in terms of once you get the CD, you can't really return it, and if you keep it for a month, you got to pay 20 bucks each. No, no. Uh, you pay like 3 bucks each. It was a really weird tactic to sell CDs does not work anymore then they send you a new cd every single month and that's the story on how i found kanye but uh yeah that's kind of the energy let's let's go back to our conversation in terms of the evolution of um uh tech so of tech yeah, and and facebook it, is going to steal and they can't do anything about it because they're going to do it better because they have a better staff yeah 100 percent. i already th i think twitter does it better already than clubhouse i haven't checked out spotify's which is called green space i haven't checked that how would out. that work like were you following your friends that you connect through facebook like I, what what are you talking are you talking about the facebook one or spotify the spotify oh spotify. i i don't know i have not downloaded okay. it but yeah i'm assuming it connects with your spotify and with your spotify i know spotify already has like a friends list and it has yeah. artists artists that you follow so i'm assuming like if if there's um artists on spotify they can create their own space or you can create your own spaces with other friends of yours and talk about certain artists okay. or or podcasts within the spotify playlist or whatever that's what i'm assuming i don't know because i have not checked it out the way you described it it reminded me of like app old old apple music when they try to turn it into like a social media for artists yeah i remember that that was like 2015 once it first dropped and yeah. I was I was one of the the first people on it because I think you got like 3 months free or whatever Me too I had an iPhone then Yeah 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 iPhone 6 And I did not like I didn't like the first iteration of of Apple Music because I was already on Spotify right and I still think Spotify does it best because of the fact that when you're in that that um desktop interface you do get to see what your friends are listening to and you get to download whatever playlist that they have and you get to see um their top 100 songs of the year and and x y and z and and apple music they tried to do it but this but the interface wasn't there yet they tried though they tried to do it different that's why they failed but they looked at spotify and just copy and paste yeah now, that's why they have like Apple, Apple Music, the the radio. Right. Why does it work so well? Because they looked at what everybody else was doing. Online radio works. Apple right? One radio. radio station. Yeah. All right. It's like, oh, our formula for our uh, new mix sucks. All right. Let's see how everybody else makes their formula. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Even though Apple always had formulas for new mix, because mm -hmm. I had iTunes and I had like over 20, 40,000 songs. 
So I was able to like do this thing where it would just like make my own mix from the songs I had. So they just have to translate it into today's language. Right. But other than that, that's what I mean. It's like these companies, they take from each other. Oh, yeah, they, 100%. They hire the same people, right? And this doesn't even correlate to, like, let's say the, the the tech industry in terms of electric vehicle. If Google wants to do an autonomous vehicle, they're most likely going to hire people from Tesla, right? Mm-hmm. If Uber wants to do it, they're going to hire people from Google and people from Tesla. Then it's going to be this weird cycle where people are just hiring each other and right. they're all trying to make autonomous vehicles. You can work out all three by the end of the 10th year and there still will be an autonomous vehicle. So question then. Yeah. Um, that company that's basically making the Tesla electric truck though, right? Are they taking people? What do you mean? Tesla's making it, right? No, no, no. You remember there's this, um, there's this company that's making electric trucks that we were Rivian. talking about before. Yes. Rivian. Rivian. So would Rivian be barring people from Ford that created like the Ford F-150 and try to, con- try to um, you know, take from what they see with the Ford F-150 because the Ford F-150 is, is, is a staple in, in like the truck world. It's like the best-selling truck of all time. It's sort of like the all-white Air Force Ones in New York, best-selling sneaker of all time. It's sold out wherever you go. You feel what I'm saying? So I do, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work. It, for that example, just to like kind of push it a little bit, it'll be more of like how they're going to use the cameras and the sensors. That's what they're going to understand. The Ford F-150 has been here since the dawn of time. That's kind of why Tesla focused on making the Cybertruck the way it looks mm-hmm. because it doesn't look like the Ford F-150. So True. It looks you like grow a inspiration. But you don't need the people that made it because well, why do you need them for? You make an electric car. You need the you need tech people. You know you need people that code. You need people that design. You need those people. And you just look at what everybody else is doing. True, but you don't think also you you're gonna need car people because at the end of the day it's still a car. No, you're still driving. You still have to create a car. You still have to create the car in the car rules where it's manageable mm-hmm. and has to be and you have to be able to fix it. Those are like the rules of making cars. People that design cars or make electric cars, they like cars too. So, you know, you don't really need those people. Of course, you need those people to come in the industry and help design. But most of your people are coming from the tech side. So, like I said, it's like, oh, you do this. Oh, well, what company you work in? Oh, you did that? Yeah, work for us for three years. Now, here's a contract. Mm. And that's, that's how ideas get spread because they're all sending the same people. You know, if you walk yourself, if you trying to hop into an industry, you just have to try to walk yourself into one of those doors and then you'll just be bouncing around. That's how that's how the tech industry works. Mm. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You've been a part of the tech industry. Technically. Yeah, technically. But, you know, when you you go to school for marketing, that's like all the essays you got to write about because it's more interesting. Yeah. Like how many Apple essays did I write about? Maybe like four. So that's why I'm a big fan of Tim Cook. But now I'm 27. Tim Cook is a hack. Well, Tim <laughs> really... Cook is all about aesthetic, though. It's it's not really no, much about innovation. It's not about aesthetic for Tim Cook. It's about uh, supply chain. And that's why he's the best at what he does. He knows how to create the perfect supply chain to sell the perfect amount. And they would never have, like, leftover um, hardware where they have to discount it. There's no discount iPhones. Oh, yes, there is. There's an iPhone for everyone now. No, 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 no. If they come out with a new iPhone, yes. they're not discounting it. 
Oh, no. Okay. Okay. That's okay. what I'm talking about. Got it. Got you. They don't discount. They lower the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they no longer care about that product. Right. They lower the prices for the previous iPhones that are still available. Like, you could still get your hands on an iPhone 7, no problem. And it's probably make, like $10 now. And they make less of it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> not $10, but they'll knock it down $200. Well, like monthly, you're paying $10 for it now. Okay. On Verizon, yes. at least. See, that's the thing. That's how it works, but, but it's different. Just, I know we're going super off topic. I know. But, like, those companies buy from Apple. Now they're dealing with that. That's why they have to lower prices. Yeah. So if you go to Best Buy and they're lowering prices, because they already bought it from Apple. It's not Apple anymore. They don't care. They already sold it to Best Buy. Got it. Best Buy is discounting their own stuff, messing up their own profit margins. Well, then, you know, that's on Best Buy. Apple, they don't do discounts. Well, I don't, I don't even think, you know, if they if they buy X amount of iPhone 7s, they're not really depending on that profit margin for iPhone 7s because the new iPhone, what, what are we at now, 13 mm-hmm. coming up? 12, 12. Yeah, 13 is coming out. Yeah. I don't know when. You know, but... you know it's always come, they always come out every, like, October, November or whatever. So, so like, like, they make money off services because I remember when I bought a Switch. 100%. Yeah, it's like, would you want a warranty on it? It's like, hell yeah, I want a warranty. Yeah, it's a crazy right. ass device. It, it, it hasn't broke on me yet. Good. The, the controllers did. I had to buy new controllers, but everything is still working at a ton. What, the controllers too light? Is it too like light plasticky? No weight no, on them? No, the, yeah, I think so. The first few batches for the first two years, uh, the controllers ended up dying within like the first couple of months. Mm. Every, it's like a whole article. It was like a class action lawsuit. So if your controller does die, you you can uh, send it back to Nintendo. And they have to fix it for you uh, for your charge. Got you. Okay. Almost like Xbox. But Xbox was a joke. Nintendo won't, like, they'll fix it for you. Yeah, man. The Xbox, I remember copying, like, the first generation Xbox 360. And it took about two years for me to get the Red Ring of Death. But you couldn't send it in. No, I did send it, it in. Too... Oh, how long did it take to fix it? It took about four weeks for it to fix. That's but... unacceptable in today's term. Oh, 100%, man. We have Amazon now. Yeah. Like, I remember you told me you bought the chair or whatever from the company, and it took you like four Wayfair. or five weeks. Well, yeah, yeah. Wayfair. It took Wait, you did like... I say on the show? You did say this on okay, the show. Okay. I remember yeah, Wayfair. this. I was looking for a chair for work. I found this chair on Wayfair. It took like three, four, almost like three and a half weeks. Same chairs on Amazon. Could have got it on like in two days. I was livid. A few Thank Bezos, you. but damn it, man. The, the, that's the issue with Amazon, right? We hate, we hate the practices that they have with the warehouse workers and all that stuff. But damn it, it's so convenient. Yeah, that's what I mean. Stealing ideas. If there's like, what's the best Amazon idea they stole? Uh, focusing on cloud-based services. Yeah, Literally the best thing ever. It's like, are, that's where they make most of their money. Hell that's yes. why they can't. That's why they can do the two day um, shipping. Yeah, they're making their money on a Netflix server. Yeah, right. You're chilling. That cloud based server, like I know a lot of companies and corporations using that. Like that's a AWS, real money maker. If you need a skill and you're 16, learn something from the AWS. There's 100%. a million things on there. You'd be good to go. You don't even need to go or go to college, but you know, just learn how to write essays real nice. Don't tell the the inner youth kids that. I remember when I was in high school. That's all they that's all they pushed on us 
was you you know you guys are from Brownsville you you guys are in the, from the inner city you have to go to college because you know there's not a lot of y'all out there with college degrees and x y and z you know you guys are 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 at a disadvantage man we don't want y'all to to become statistics so go to college get that degree and with that degree you'll get a good paying job which is the biggest lie possible that we've been ever told in life that if you go to college and you get a degree you are guaranteed like this good paying job which now if you go on the job market and you and like the base requirement is a bachelor's degree and they're still gonna pay you like what 20 under 20 under 20 dollars from new york 20 is like not the standard but we're, there's jobs that offer 20 but around the united states we 11 <laughs> yeah yeah based on what states you live in of course because the cost of living is different yeah and that's a joke too because like Hey, if someone from down south can make twenty dollars an hour, they'd be pretty happy. Pretty happy. But yeah, that's just the hustle. Like I said, everybody steals from everybody. Mm-hmm. And companies that know what to steal uh, succeed and they grow and they stay forever. Facebook is still around. Oh, facts. You to... Why Messenger? Messenger is super important. Yeah. We we need Messenger. I don't I don't use it. I used to use it a lot, but I switched out. I went to WhatsApp. Facebook Work. owns WhatsApp, so I guess I'm still part of Messenger. There You're I am. still on Trapped. Facebook. Absolutely. Because they knew people like me will leave Facebook, but still use WhatsApp. And you're on Instagram, too, so you're still on and Facebook. They knew that I hate Facebook, but Instagram is much easier to control. You can have 40 Instagram accounts and still be chilling, Yeah, which, which I do. I have, like, what, four Instagram accounts. And... I was like, all right. Because I use it for, like, I use it like Tumblr. Uh, R.I.P. Tumblr. It's, not, it's less nonsense, right? It's, less it's porn. That's what destroyed them. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. that, not yeah. safe for work. Let's talk. <laughs> this is interesting you said that. Yeah. Talking about evaluation for companies, when they blow up, they do remove the product, and that's, like, you know, porn off the website. Uh, I saw, um, I think OnlyFans wants to do uh evaluation so they could try to get on market and in order to do that is you will have to remove like having porn on the website because once you do advertisers or if you're using like visa mastercard and stuff they don't want to be associated with that sometimes depending on like how it works okay Yeah. yeah i'm intrigued now bastion because i remember people talking about how only fans has is has been expanding and I remember talk. We remember talking about Bella Thorne last year bringing a lot of um, attention to OnlyFans and all that it stuff. It didn't hurt him that much. It didn't hurt him that much. It hurt. It, it didn't even hurt the sex workers that much anymore. I think yeah, for like like a month for like it's a month. Of, yes. Yeah. Like, when, when your servers get hit hard, everything slows down. When but, everybody wants to pull out cash at the same time, just like a regular bank, it, it, it they got they got to put it on pause for a second. True. So my thing, though, is I know a lot of people that are on OnlyFans, right? People that I personally know that are on. Exactly. Content creators. Exactly. That create content on OnlyFans, right? And so now that I'm hearing this, right, I know a lot of there's a lot of other content creators that have been talking excessively about OnlyFans and the fact that, hey, 
once OnlyFans dies away or once OnlyFans stops promoting what it has been promoting, what are they going to do next? How are they going to adapt to this next? Right? So now that we're here, do you think that OnlyFans is actually going to get rid of the, um, the porn content from its website? Because honestly, that's its bread and butter. Like that's how OnlyFans became known I know it's supposed to be like a, a secondary Patreon, but only having an OnlyFans now, the connotation is, you know, what it is. It's all about what they want to do for the future. If they want to be open market, they want to work with large, large corporations. Let's say they want to work with Sprite. You can't allow that to happen. Sprite won't allow that. They don't want to be associated with that. Mm. Right. My whole thing is like just create a second uh, a second website, a sister website that just deals with that. OnlyFans After Dark or something? No. The like, whole the thing is like you don't want to do that. You don't want to put what puts you on the map to the side. Cuz once you do that, now it's being neglected and then you're not putting money in it and then they'll be causing problems. There's your domino effect. I like I said, I don't know how true it is like if they want to go that direction. But it'll be very like bad for the industry if they do, especially that that company. Mm. Because well, what are you going to do? Turn to, turn to Patreon? Like that website, like OnlyFans works very well because of how it works as a subscription base for content creators. Exactly. Easy to start, easy to get money, easy to promote. Right. Exactly. Of course, they'll do their own promotion. Easy is, to I crack. Think, like they just have to like work on those type of things like oh we promo within no they keep telling people the percentage and stuff um but other than that you know you know what i mean it's like yeah. it'd be the worst thing for the website to do it would and, be the worst thing for the website to do and then all you're gonna see is your people are gonna be on on your site over on twitch and you're gonna see a lot more women in bikinis over in their little jacuzzis or whatever that's what you're gonna see more of if you only fan that. goes you, away i heard about you know it that meta Should i explain it to the people yeah tell, tell the people about uh the the hot tub girls so in, in <laughs> very not safe for work but it is uh 12 46 a.m in eastern time so we could talk about it hell yeah it's um, after dark baby in terms of like cam work there are websites designed for that right separate they yeah. have their own rules and regulations the ads work really different, um, and the the way the cards are processed are very different on those particular websites. Twitch is a public, you know, plus 12. You could do anything, you know, playing video games, talking nonsense, podcasts. It's all fun. It's like YouTube, right? Yeah. Very clean. But I guess I could name the people like Amarath and IndieFox. They started this new meta called, like, Hot Tub um hot 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 tub um watching streams right so they're chilling in a hot tub in the bikini writing names on their arms using similar tactics to the cams that you do on the other website yeah. the thing is they know what's tos you know in terms of service they know what's tos they know like where to where not to cross the line and they'll be fine of course that's a problem because once you bring these type this type of energy uh, to the to a website like that. What about the other content creators, right? Not yeah. the, I don't care about the males, but let's talk about the other women within that that use of website. So you no, know, those weirdos that will 
mostly focus on like those uh, hot tub channels will go to other channels that have nothing to do with it. They're just playing some video games or creating content. And they'll ask them, how can you not on a hot tub? Facts. And be very abusive to them. Yeah, Pokemane, the why aren't you on a hot tub, girl? Yeah. You know, it's like that. See, I know some and Twitch peoples. I'm surprised you knew her. Yeah. Uh, and, like, it, it just gets very abusive. And that's, like, the domino effect. That's when that you have to do something to control. And their way, it's like, oh, if you don't like what you see, click not interested. Say, oh, what about the kids? Like, I always hate that term. Like, what about the kids? Like, the kids know. They've kids. always known. Oh, kids are perverted, dog. <laughs> the kids know. They the always kids know. know. Them you kids know. used to watch HBO after dark. They know. They know what's what real. The, what's important as a parent is to teach them what consent is. All right? Important as a parent, teach them what consent is. And don't be mean. And, you know, very important. Don't harass. Don't harass. Don't be Pepe Le Pew, basically. Exactly. That's very important for, you know, teach them consent. But going back, that's how Twitch wanted to kind of go over it. Just like, oh, this click not interested. So what they recently did was kind of create a separate channel called uh, Hot Tubs and something something, right? Because normally it was just chatting, but now you split it. Now everybody now it's just a separate section. If you don't go on it, you won't see it. Because just like anything, just like Instagram, there's a formula. Whatever you like, that's what it shows on the front page, and that's pretty much like the Hot Tub meta. Is it good or is it bad? Like, yeah, it's cool. You can do whatever you want. That's your hustle. Yeah, get your money, but- boo. But it does bring this kind of uh, abuse from these, you know, right. terrible people and weirdos. It does bring in other, a different audience. Yeah, to other channels that just like, you no, know, yeah, she's a very beautiful woman. And we and just want to play games, plays video games. Yeah, that's it. She doesn't want to hear the same that 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 type of abuse, that type of language. Facts. That's why they every channel has moderators to try to moderate it. But, you know, you read a bad comment, it hits you compared to like, oh, you look great today. Yeah. And I wonder why that is, Bastion, that we can get a thousand positive comments, but it's always that one negative comment that gets to us. I wonder why that is. Um, it, just the, the human mind. Um, because positive reinforcements is great and all, but to be told uh, something negative, you just want to focus and fix that. Yeah. Like body image problems and stuff. Oh, you look fat. Well, now that's on my mind all month. Maybe I'm fat. There you go. You, you can't remove that. Oh, you look great. I, I know. I'm always look great. <laughs> See what I mean? Right. That, I think the negative one always just it. sticks to you. Yeah, because it bothers you. Yeah. You didn't want to hear that. You threw you threw you threw you threw your day off. Word. Well, this was a good conversation, Bashin, and with that, I'd like to get into our first song of the week, and I think with this first song of the week, we can get into some political talks and stuff. This goes out to Andrew Yang, who has dropped out of the mayoral race. He is conceded, and he Bum. and he is not going to be our next New York City mayor. I'm excited about this, and this goes out to you, Mr. Andrew Yang. This comes to us from Bastion's favorite band out here in these streets, which I don't even know if it's true, Bastion, but I'm just assuming it is. It's Radiohead. Oh, love Radiohead. And this (laughs) is Creep.
Radiohead creep Bastion. I saw you smiling there, man. You you were you were digging that track, man. I feel like this is this is quintessential karaoke tune, right oh, here. Oh, one hundred percent. This the same way De La Soul hates me, myself, and I. I'm pretty sure this is the same way Radiohead hates us because oh, this is the song that blew them 
like astronomical uh, world success, worldwide success. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, though, De La Soul does not get paid from me, myself, and I, so I understand why they hate it as well. Oh, they hated it before the, the problems. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, this is a podcast. What had happened was with Open Mike Eagle and Prince Paul, they actually went over exactly what happened and why they made the song because Tommy Boy asked them to do a hit single and they didn't want to. But then they made me, myself, and I, and they hated it. They hated it. <laughs> they hated it then. They hated it now, which is crazy. Oh, that's hilarious. Years. That's so, funny. But um, I'm pretty sure Radiohead liked the song because it was regular for them. But then it blew up. Then it's like, you go to Radiohead concert, then they're not playing the song. Exactly. And you know only... you know the South Park joke, Radiohead always thinks things aren't cool. Yeah, it's true. It's, it feels like now they think things are cool because they're much older and like they're, they're chilling. Yeah. But when the younger days, they're Hell they're yeah. sad all the time. Listen, this is the OK computer and listen to Kid A. You'll be sad. You'll be in your mood. But quick thing about this song, which is hilarious to me, mm-hmm. when I was trying, you know, getting into music, like outside of hip hop, I was like, oh, Radiohead. Everybody loves Radiohead. I, I don't know what it is. So I'm listening to Creep. Like, oh, this is the best song ever. I listen to all their albums. Wow, the music sucks. <laughs> right? The music sucks. Creep is like the best song ever. Then I see this meme saying like, oh, like they're at a Radiohead concert. It's like, oh, I hope they play Creep. And I got, and I felt offended. <laughs> so, all right. All right. I'm going to go back to the work. Let me listen to, uh, then of course I saw the list, the top the top 100 albums by billboard i of think the Kanye 2000s like right of them of the 2000s yeah. and kid a was number one and said all right fine this is 2010 and i'm like 16 all right fine i'll give uh radiohead a chance again and yeah i just fell in love with their music my favorite is the rainbow album i think that came out in like what oh seven amazing album yeah amazing album. that's my personal favorite i, I understand why like kid it. a is is people's favorites but my personal one is is the rainbow album yeah, every album to me sounds different after like three years. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Like there's a all of high school I could listen to Kid A, all of college I could listen to OK Computer, and now like all I could listen to is like in in Hidden Rainbow. Um, but yeah, and, and still OK Computer. It's still my like favorite album. Of, like definitely top five of all time. Yeah, that's that's a great album. I can't argue against that. And yeah, yeah. the reason why I picked Creep. Is because, yeah, you know, Andrew Yang, he is out of the race. Bastion, you take it away from here, man. Talk about your disdain for Andrew Yang, which I now share with you as well, Bastion. I know I've said this before, and I'll say it again. You were right all along, okay? You were right all along. Andrew Yang sucks, okay? Hey, hey, as long as you acknowledge that you've changed. I have changed my ways. All is well. Um... I haven't particularly paid too much attention to the mayoral election this year. Did no, you vote? Bash did not vote. God damn it, Bash. Why didn't you not vote? It's a good day. I'm working. <laughs> how far are you away from a school? It's not, it doesn't matter about how far. You know how many people voted? Well, yeah, this is this actually Bashin. not since 1989, not since the 1989 primaries when uh, David Dinkins became the Democratic representative for the mayoral race and went on to win the mayoral race back in November 7th, which is my birthday, of 1989. I wasn't born yet, though. Um, this That's ha- why I don't know him. But 89. Well, he was the first black mayor that we had in New York City. Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I- and he beat Rudy Giuliani. Yes. Yes. And Rudy won again. 
Well, yeah, and then right. after that, yeah, Ru- Rudy won, but but you know he was the first black man, okay, in in New York to become New York City mayor, and not since then have we had such a turnout this past Tuesday, June twenty second, for the New York City mayoral race. How, how do you feel about that, buddy? No, that's great. It's just timing in life and stuff. For well, me for personally, you at least, I yeah. think if it was last year, I would have been so focused, bro. So far, yeah, we were just, all locked up in our rooms. But but this year, but this like this past couple of weeks, I'm just not focused. I feel you. It's it's okay, man. That's why I'm here. You know me. Um, for some strange reason, I do really well in breaking down all of this political race crap. I don't know why. It's... I'll give you like context and theory. Sure. Okay. But like like what's going on like you're pretty good at that so yeah get into it please get into it okay so the new york city mayoral race has is one of major history because now we are no longer voting on just like the one candidate one vote rule we're now doing this um this ranked system now bashing what now what that is is of course for the democratic um, side of the mayoral race there has been like five main candidates right you've had well multi-layered candidates right and you have up to five choices to pick right you have your number one that's you know who you really want to be mayor then your number two number three number four number five right and the way it goes is the first candidate to reach 50 percent of the votes automatically wins right now say for example right there is a candidate that drops out like punk ass Andrew Yang or uh, or a, a candidate that doesn't meet their requirement or amount of votes. Right. They get cut out. Right. And. For example, let's say this. Let's say someone voted for Andrew Yang as the number one and then um, Maya Wiley as their number two. Right. So then the Andrew Yang vote gets knocked off. But since they voted for Maya Wiley. Um, then that vote goes over to Maya Wiley. Does that make sense? Yes. And so on and so forth. That's how that is going. That's how the vote is going now. Now, currently, the person in the lead right now, there's two people, right? That's go. That's that's um, neck and neck right now. First one is um, Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams, uh, and, who's who's top right now. And number two is Maya Wiley, who was my first pick because I voted for a black woman. You already know black woman magic and i ain't gonna lie i, I voted for love boy prince that's my second not gonna lie dog he was my number two don't shake your head i don't care he was great he was awesome he's my number two um over so, so a quick question so Please. i see i'm looking at the stat sheets right now so yes. there's roughly uh 798,491 people that voted mm-hmm. that's considered huge in new york city is this for just Democrats or um, oh, yeah, yeah, Republicans, yeah, yeah. too? I, I guess it's just Democrats. Yeah, and also, Bashan, you got to uh, think about... Like few candidates. Bashan, uh, also, you got to think about, you know, there was also the um, the day one voting, too. Like, the people that went out to vote. Um, oh, that that was a major... Yet. Yeah, that was a major turnout, right? That was, like, one of the best turnouts that they've had since 1989. But also, Bashan, you have to take into account, as well, absentee ballots... Early, oh. early mail-in voting that's a thing because i got my mail-in voting through the mail as well but because i live close to the school a block away i just went in to go and vote so we don't know bastion well for the democratic side 
um, who's going to win yet. It can take weeks. It take it could take months because of the mail-in ballots, the the early ballots, the absentee ballots. So we don't know. Um, basically, the candidates have to cross fifty percent. Now, over on the Republican side, we know that. Uh, Curtis Sliwa, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's basically the founder of the New York um, Guardian Angels. Do you know about the Guardian Angels? Nope. They're the cats on the subway that wear the red berets. You've definitely seen them before. Why are you talking? The red berets? Yeah, you all know about the, the Guardian Angels. So basically back in the 70s, where when New York was like the savage place to be and the and the and the subways was basically like the bad video. Remember that? Remember the I, bad I video? Heard of it. I, I've heard of it. Yeah, basically, when things were unlawful in the subways and crap, Curtis Lee, he created the, the Guardian Angels to, like, combat Safety all the... patrol? Yeah, exactly. 79? Exactly, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's going to be representing the Republicans in the um, mayoral race. He's, he's the head guy to, to compete against for the mayoral race as far as republicans go he he maxed out 50 percent already yo these pictures look super wild this logo is wild crazy what the the um guardian angels it's like a illuminati sign yeah bro with, like, wings around it i'm surprised you've never seen the, I'm, I'm surprised you've never seen the guardian angels in the subway they still exist they still exist bro they're not they they, it's not as prevalent as it is now right they, they can fight well, yeah, they had to, because they couldn't like carry concealed weapons and stuff. They were trained in martial arts to defend themselves. Martial arts. Yeah. The style. <laughs> I don't know what form of martial arts, but they were trained in martial arts, some sort of yeah. karate. Yeah, New York Bronx style. Yeah, right, so. yeah, yeah. He's from the Bronx. Um, I don't hate him one hundred percent. I know I'm in BII. I'm not supposed to say that. I don't hate him one one hundred percent, but you know he does. He does support the police and all that jazz, so of course they he's all Repu do. Yeah, bruh, I know. Joe Biden. I know. I know. I know. A couple hours ago, what Joe Biden do? No, he was like, we gotta put more money into the policing because of the height of oh. uh, police violence and crimes throughout the nation. Oh god damn it! Well, well, yeah, those are the three main concerns that New Yorkers are are talking about right now. Well, top four, definitely. One is crime, increase in crime. Two is, you know, aftermath of, of COVID or whatever. Third is affordable housing. And I said four, right? So crime, dead. And I forget the fourth, but those are the main issues that um, New Yorkers are concerned about. And of course, you know, you had you have your candidates who, who back the police, like, of course, Eric Adams, Borough President Burke. Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams, you know, most of them do. Um, punk ass Andrew Yang did, whatever. I think like Maya Wiley was like one of the only ones that that was like, no, we need to allocate funds to different things, right? Most, including Democrats, were were definitely for um, adding more money back to, into the police. Like I remember Curtis Sliwan wanted to to put back like a billion dollars in the NYPD because. Like, as punk-ass Andrew Yang said, you know, New York needs to be protected. You know, all this cr increase in crime is going up. And, you know, we see the mentally disturbed in the trains and walking around. And, you know, um, apparently tourists see that and they don't want to come back to New York. 
And I think that's brilliant. Don't come back. Remember, y'all said New York is dead a year ago. So don't come back. All right. We need we need the tourists, bro. We're not Hawaii. Yeah, but Hawaii it's, it's, needs the tourists. We don't us. need it. The city, Manhattan, needs it. I want them to stay their asses away because I want to go enjoy the Harry Potter New York store. I don't want it to be packed. I want to go try Butterbeer line-free. Line-free. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't happening, bud. I know. But, yeah, that's so what's we'll, going we'll so connect far. on that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what's uh, going on so far as far as the Democratic and Republican mayoral race. Curtis Sliwa, he's a representative. Right now it's between... Um, Eric Adams and Maya Wiley. Um, what's the other one? Garcia. Garcia was Catherine. Cool. Catherine Garcia. She was cool. Like she, she, she wasn't that problematic. And then like she, she had this weird ass union with, <laughs> weird ass alliance with Andrew Yang. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Yeah. Well, she was like, you know, I'm not here to endorse Andrew Yang or whatever, but. You know, I'm here with him to, you know, campaign, blah, 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 blah. And then Andrew Yang was like, hey, if I don't if I don't become mayor, you know, just vote for uh, Garcia or whatever. So. And then you had um, Diane Morales, who at one point I was I was I was all the way behind. And then I found out that she doesn't pay her staff. I don't know if you've seen that. Yes, that's yes. her. That, that came out. It's crazy how I'm not paying attention to it, but I heard that news and yeah. how bad it was. Oh, man. You know you done effed up when your staff goes on Twitter and says, yo, she hasn't, we haven't been paid in weeks. And I'm like, oh, no. Running I was rooting for hard. you. Running a campaign is very difficult. It is very difficult, man. But As, as uh, Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as Bloomberg. But Eric Adams, he, he's a wait. Didn't the police union say they want uh, Andrew Yang to win? Yeah, because Andrew Yang was one hundred percent behind him. He was one hundred percent behind police, and he wanted more policing. Actually, he wanted more policing around the parks. I know you've been. I know we talked about what's been happening over at Washington Square Park and all that stuff. He wanted more policing by, at the parks. He wanted more policing on the trains. He basically wanted more policing because of you know the mentally ill people that we're seeing and all of the increased crime. So he wanted more polices. That's why he said that too. Yeah, and that's why um, a lot of unions. No, that's why a lot of unions have been back in Yang. But of course, the reason why you know a lot of you know people like me started going against yang first off he really had a fall from grace i have not seen a political fall from grace like i did with andrew yang like and it and the crazy thing john is john edwards back in 2004 it was joking i don't remember that honestly that we were like not we were 10 bro i don't remember i got you but yeah but <laughs> yep. yeah i mean yeah. And, it, and it really all started bashing on his damn twitter like he just posted weirdo stuff he was just being weird like he was just yeah. doing excessive stuff and not really focusing on on like what he wants to do to the city. He was just trying to prove how New York he is. You remember you know that? The number there's two there's two tweets that come to mind. Um the first one was I think Pets Day, right? Mm -hmm. And on Pets Day he was talking about how like, oh National Pets Day, we used to have a pet, but our son got sick, so we had to give him away. I That's remember that. And I'm like, dude, don't 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 say anything. Just say happy birthday, and that's it. Right. That's, that's it. <laughs> right. Don't say, 
don't say that story. It's like, does he have a team? But he's a duber. He looks like a duber. So that's um, that's how he acts. And second of all, um, when he dissed the Knicks. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up. It's very important because, yeah, we lost in the first round. But mm-hmm. to be honest, we weren't expecting to make it to the playoffs. And I was told my little brother, it's like, hey, you know, oh, with what's going on, the play-ins, most likely Knicks will be in the play-ins. But, you know. We got the number four seed. We had a really good season. Yeah. For him to diss the Knicks, that really hurt us. That hurt everybody. Yeah. We lost a lot really of support did. very quickly. It did. He's talking about the Nets. Dude, no, real New Yorkers don't care about the Nets. Hey, hey, Only hey. Like fools like Giovanni does. I'm a fool but now? Here, here and there, it's fine. You know, he supports kicking people out the neighborhood for uh, Barkley Sender because Jay-Z said so. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> but uh, but he, he was all for the Nets, right? And right. That, that that turned off New York City very quickly. And also the Bodega, the Bodega thing. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite one. That was when... Uh, that was we, a mini-mart, by the way. That, that was the start of, like, people that didn't know who Andrew Yang, like, acts like because he's always, like, the pro... Right. He was... He's, like, the pro bro slash Trump uh, he got that that supporters. He had like the Trump supporters on his side. He, he did like, cool, bro. He did internet, bro. You know, I'm not gonna lie, he had a lot of of uh like Rogan supporters. I'm not gonna lie, and yeah. and he definitely like when he had that slogan of you know it's not about being left or it's not about being right. It's about moving forward. Like I remember seeing in the comments that a lot of there was a lot of liberals and a lot of conservatives that was all going like yo like. He's the only presidential candidate out here that's just, you know, addressing the issues and and he's doing and he's talking about what he would do to to solve it. And like, damn, he's making sense. But Bastion was the one who always caught her from the beginning about this universal base income. Right. Bastion was like. This sounds too good to be true. And I'm going to tell you why it's because Bastion was like, yeah, he's trying to cut a lot of the uh, a lot of the um, uh, government uh, funding from like fruit stamps and all that stuff. So if you want the thousand dollars, you know, you can't, you can't have this, right? Yeah, if or, you get $200 on food stamps, it, it cuts into your thousand dollars. Right. So yeah, it's a, it was terrible policy. So, so you knew from jump, like, all right, this, he, he was weird. Right. Cause I remember like a year ago you were like, yeah, you know, she was talking about how great Andrew Yang is and all these weirdo celebrities, like, Dave Chappelle and, and Gambino and all that stuff, which I took offense to because you love those guys and you call them weirdos. But now, Bashan, I understand it because his horns have been finally exposed and he's been, God, man, he's been just digging himself in a freaking hole, bro. Like, I love it. The Israel Palestine stuff, let's not even get into that, but you know what I mean. And yeah. and then the, the whole um, police stuff, and it's just been getting worse and worse and he's sounding a lot not like a new yorker right he's he's not sounding he's sounding more like an outsider than an actual person who cares about new york and loves new york and he said his favorite stop is goddamn times square which is the weirdest thing i've ever heard in my life yeah <laughs> did we talk about that in the show no it's like yeah i was talking to my brother about it. it's like you i don't think any real new yorker has a favorite stop per se you could ask them What's the stop they use the most? And I and I would say 179th Street. Mm-hmm. It's at the time when you get out Burger King. Now it's a it's a I think a 
fast pass like cash pay spot which is crazy mm-hmm. um but yeah 179 i hate 179 but i was there all the time <laughs> in different times 3 a.m 1 a.m 5 a.m all of them, so true that's that's a real new yorker question but <laughs> you know bump people you bump things and if you have no swag you have no sauce you have no juice you have nothing that's you're andrew yang and that's how he looked he looked <laughs> bummy on the street telling people he's from new york when you're not he's not and now I suspect Andrew Yang to like pick up his things and go to another state and and become mayor there or something. There's no there's no road for him anymore. I'm not even sure why he got into politics. Well, I know he was he was um in the Obama campaign, right? Like and that's he, the he problem. In, he was in the Obama presidency it's, or whatever. Yeah, yes, and that's the problem. <laughs> Wait, so it's Obama's fault? Oh yeah, that 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 was like my first red flag. <laughs> then I did it like more research after you brought him up. After I saw him with the the Breakfast Club, right? To Charlemagne and them. Well, Charlemagne like, was right. He was like, "Yo, you got no shot, Andrew." Oh, he not only was he like right, he didn't ask like the proper questions to like tell him to expand more on these policies that sound too good to be true. It was actually Joe Rogan that did it. Oh yeah, Rogan did. And I was like, "Ah, oh, Joe Rogan, whatever." Listen, man. Like, Rogan wow, he's, is he's good. Really, he's not giving him any ch- no like breathing space. This is actually good interview. <laughs> listen, man. Listen, I know people Maybe like have one their fourth. Issues. Like the first one fourth is pretty interesting. Listen, I know people have their issues with Rogan and stuff, but I honestly feel like issues the, is the understatement. Yeah, that's fair. But I feel like y'all really just have to listen to his episodes because a. Despite what y'all think of Joe Rogan, he's not a conservative, like, at all. Like, at yeah, all. Dude, he's not. I'm not here to listen to uh, a shill for Joe Rogan, okay? Listen, bro, <laughs> just, like, hear me out on this, listen, okay? Listen, bro, a thousand episodes. I'm, oh, I don't want to watch One Piece. Okay, now I'm fine. Oh, uh, oh <laughs> I have not listened to all a thousand Joe Rogan I know, episodes. I know, Hell I know. no. Are you Kai? No <laughs> way. I only pick the, the people that I want to hear from, like Neil deGrasse Tyson or, like, Chappelle or some fighter, some MMA fighter. I don't, I don't go out of my way to listen to all of his damn podcasts. I'm, I'm cool on that. But nah, man. But nah, man. I just think like y'all should just, just listen to the episodes in full because he honestly doesn't like agree with it. Well, when he has um, polarizing people on, he doesn't agree with most of the stuff he's, most of the stuff they say. Like he combat he combats combats it all the time. Like Ben Shapiro, he combats Ben Shapiro all the time. But he's just he's not as argumentative. He doesn't debate people like that. You feel me? He just has a conversation with them, which I think yeah. that's why people have an issue. And he does say some stupid stuff at times. But he's not a political dude. He's just a dude who just talks. And that's why. But I also understand that you know people do take what rogan says as gospel at times especially like bros who like lift kettlebells and and train for like jujitsu and you know listens to ben shapiro and all that crap and and what's that dude's name who um crowder stephen crowder like oh, those stephen dudes crowder. yeah yeah you probably saw the situation oh i saw that situation cedar yeah and that dude ethan from h3h3 yeah i have yeah. seen it that was beautiful <laughs> that was great but yeah, yeah, that's my piece on on uh, Joe Rogan and yeah, F Andrew Yang. That's on the gang. 
Yeah, every time we talk about Yangs, just to diss him now. Yeah, I'm and I'm sorry, um, and I always apologize to Bastion because I'm sorry. But for the mayoral candidates, um, what do you what do you, what's the next steps? Well, the next steps is Bastion, because no one's at fifty percent. We're we're literally just waiting for for more votes for more votes to come in. So mail-in votes, absentee ballots. We're waiting till someone gets to fifty percent. That's it. It could take then, weeks, it could take months, but we're here to wait. And then what? Once and then, they're at fifty percent. Once they're at fifty percent, then they're going to be the next um mayoral candidate for that um for that party. Yeah, for that party. And they're gonna gotcha. be going up against uh Curtis Silva. Interesting. In November. Yeah. Do you think Eric Adams got it? I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. People like Eric Adams. Okay, people enjoy Eric Adams. He he has um he has a, a lot of years of experience. He's the Brooklyn Borough president for now at least. I mean, we've been When I was a kid, I was beat up as a cop. So I became a cop to beat up other kids. Yeah, he you know, it's it's that old <laughs> it's that old um fight fight within the system cop show. I know you've seen yeah. those cop shows before and that's Eric Adams. He's from Brownsville. Yeah, he's from Deville, bro. Eric yeah, Adams has been on BAI yeah. a lot. We have a there's an Eric Adams cart. I don't know if BAI supports Eric Adams now because he because of the whole cop thing. Well, of what he wants to do with the cops, but whatever. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's crazy. They didn't they didn't vote for him. He's still part of the union because he retired. For who? Oh yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah. Eric Adams. The same, the same union that voted for Trump, by the way. Let's, yeah, let's not forget that. <laughs> Yikes! I will, sh I shall do more research. Yeah, eventually. man, do do some more research we'll... for my town, for my city. Yeah, man, because it... I put on for my city. And vote, Bastion. Vote or die. How about vote and chill? Because <laughs> it's not about left and right. It's about moving forward. Hey, okay, there it is. <laughs> there it is. And then get your sticker so you can post it on social media to talk and show what a good citizen you are. Oh, yeah. Like the uh, rest of us. The, the short-term Klaus chasers that never post on media but only post stickers. Facts. I see y'all. I see y'all. Facts. I don't even... Last time you posted was the last election. I see y'all. <laughs> you think so? I think so, too, to be honest. I do think that. Just use that same sticker. Here, I voted. <laughs> Keep it clean. Word. Keep it on, on the on the strip. Yeah, I think they should just put the the year into you know just to make sure. Bad idea because they 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 have to like overstock so next year they'll be good to go and not 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 pop more. Yeah, but it'll be a great way to expose people. It'll it'll be a great way to expose content creators that you know do things for the clout. Like remember last year when businesses started to get boarded up and people were protesting a lot. There's this one girl who asked this dude who was boarding up a shop to hold the drills while her boyfriend or whatever was taking a picture of her what was like sort of boarding up this boarding up this store or whatever when you know she really didn't do it. We get to expose more people that way. Yeah. And I love a good exposure. So what we're saying in the beginning of episodes, people just still be stealing people's ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, stealing Still ideas stealing for the clout. For the clout, for the vibe. For the vibe things. And speaking of like non-vibe things, Senate Republicans blocked a voting bill of rights. <sighs> um, Want to get into it, Gio? Yeah, like, man. 
Yeah, let's let's get into it really quick because I want to talk about that Bo Burnham special, which was tight. Uh, yeah. The the big lie, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about it for months now, which is the fact that this whole election thing was rigged, right? So as a way to combat this, um, as a way to combat this, what Republicans have been doing is. They've been creating different voter suppression laws in numerous states, such as Atlanta and Texas and, and Florida, what have you, which limits basically um, the amount of people who can do early voting, um, who's qualified to do early voting. Um, I remember there's this, this one state, I believe it was in Atlanta. Well, I believe it was in Georgia where um, people couldn't get water if they were waiting out online and, and it's like a hot day like they couldn't supply them waters like stuff like that cruel ish like that right it's a weird rule but i think but it, cruel it, it yeah it's, it's not exactly that in particular it's mm -hmm. like you you can't be given like certain things but that that's that's kind of what they're the one of the talking points that yeah that was saying. one of the talking points and so democrats try to uh combat this with the with the bill you know which protects voter rights and I was going to say today, but now it's Thursday and Wednesday, um, uh, Senate went on the floor to vote this and voting went to a 50, 50 split, 50 on the Democrat side, 50 on the Republican side. So that means no Republicans voted for this, um, bill at all. And it is very apparent now that, you know, the whole American ideology is just that it's just an idea, right? Of of um free democracy and and freedom of speech and blah 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 but specifically every american has the right to vote and freedom of voting right and what this just proves is one the whole ideology of america is a lie and the whole voting thing is a lie which is why when you know people talk to us and and you know bastion who has not voted and they talk about oh how voting is important and the importance of voting and because you know black people didn't get the right to vote and x y and z uh, or and even poor whites right who who feel like their vote doesn't count too and it's stuff like this that sh that reflects it right things that are things that are going to be put in place now where um our votes are going to be suppressed or, or our votes aren't even going to count or they're going to take away certain votes because of x y and z Stuff like this here is the reason why people who didn't want to vote feel justified in doing so, you know, and it shows that, you know, once everything happened in, in 2020 and, and Joe Biden became president elect, um, it shows. It shows Republicans that they can't fight fairly. They always have to handicap. You always have to place some different kind of handicap to 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 win, because in theory, the majority of Americans are Democratic, to be fair. Yes. But yes. But then you have this uh, this Electoral College thing that gives um, different states a chance because of the pop the amount of populations and x y and z and blah blah and blah, census blah blah that right under fund right which new york lost like two like like uh two of their delegates or whatever right yeah yeah but anyways uh yeah I, i'd love to hear what you have to say about it yeah um, you pretty much covered everything 
it's pretty much holding America hostage. down. And yeah, and holding them hostage. So they're holding them down, holding them hostage. And I think you said the perfect thing. It's like, it's all about America is just an idea. Yeah. Freedom of speech. Because speech is limited. They choose what's limited. So let's say you're a socialist and you have socialist ideology. Well, it's not American. Hence, you shouldn't say those type of things. And it kind of works in the same aspect of voting. Because just because you President lost. 40, yeah, that's 45 lost the president uh, presidency, it created this domino effect saying like, oh, we as in America we're, are a broken system. Yeah, it's, it is a broken system because if it was a better system, we will allow voting to happen more than one day's week it's because it's on a, a Tuesday. Right. Everybody's busy on a Tuesday. I'm busy on a Tuesday. I can't vote. Sorry. I'm busy. You know, try to go in the morning. Yeah, I, I voted last year. I, I wasn't working. So I was able to do it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So that's just the way it is. So there's a lot of problems going on. And the worst thing that's going, well, I would say is blocking uh, something like this is the need for bipartisanship, which I think it's completely overrated and unnecessary. And we don't really need the whole uh, 60 vote rule. You could just do most votes and pass everything that way. Yeah, that's what it's... I was. That's what I was saying too. And it's and it's Democrat controlled right now too because they have fifty one Democrats in there. Yeah. So like, oh, it feels it's the it's the whole uh, filibuster thing. Of course. Because in my opinion, they should remove the filibuster. I do too. Remove it, then allow majority counts. So we don't gotta wait. You know, uh, two thirds. Nope. Whoever majority wins, that's how you're able to continue. And it gives them an incentive to work better on states for um, voting. Mm -hmm. But you have to limit the vote because they understand. And I remember Lindsey Graham saying it on the radio saying, it's like, if they vote more, we're going to lose elections. So, yeah, that's how it is. Duh. You said it. More people are more uh, with our population within the United States. They're much more progressive. I say the same thing about Texas. Texas is very progressive. Just not a lot of people vote. So, that's why it looks conservative. Oh, we yeah. do this now in Texas. Like, uh, yeah, there. Texas is type weird. You have to think about the small counties too, because that's how uh, a lot of Republicans win those states is because of those small counties. They Same really Long Island. They do go and they go out and vote to make sure that you know their representative is is the one that you know the states go with. As as um, and it's different for, of course, city people, because city people, they work and all that stuff, which was why yeah. the whole early voting was great. And the absentee ballot ballots were were incredible because, you know, more people came out to vote. That's how Biden won because of the flip in uh, in Georgia and then in Phil and in and Pennsylvania. know that exactly and for some reason they will use the conversation point like the most like this it was a great election because this is the most people have ever voted since da 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 and said yeah they were able to vote because they had chances to vote and they had options they had options on how they wanted to vote if you said you could only go to your nearest district and sometimes your district gets funky because they redo the mapping like and also gerrymandering is very like uh, one of the rules is to remove gerrymandering because it's total nonsense. 
And I always remember as a kid, like the best way to explain gerrymandering to a kid is like, you ever watch uh, Mighty Ducks 1? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, when they realized like the map, like, oh, this kid lives here. So you should be on our team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's generally ma- gerrymandering. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, that's so, a good description. <laughs> I'm going to so go watch you, the Mighty Ducks now. Yeah, I got examples for days. Um, Great movie. Mighty Ducks 1 and 2. They're yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. Three um, sucks. One and two. I think... Do you think two is better than one? Real quick. No, one is like a classic. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So, um, going back to the voting rights, as you Gio said in the beginning, America is just a theory. It's just they a theory. can't even believe their own theory. And what's crazy is that is that some of them actually believe that the election was rigged. Like they actually believe it. Hey, I think it's fine to believe that. Right? Go ahead. Where there's nothing you're going to do about it because the next thing is you got to focus to the next election. So what are each state's going to do in order to focus on the next election? Suppress the and that's votes. what this is. Yeah, this. Yeah, and that's what this is because America loves to play victim, even though they're known as a world superpower since World War II. Right. And they've affected a lot of elections all over the world. Absolutely. So it's only so weird. That's why I feel like like Trump did not read a single word, like read a single book, didn't look at any uh, secret stuff while he was president because he should have like they should have said something in the along the lines of like, oh, we influenced this election. That's why it turned out this way. The reason Venezuela is able to be Venezuela now is because Trump was president. If it was any, it was Barack Obama. Well, yeah, Hillary. Then that's why you have things going on like Brexit. Exactly. Things would have shifted in Venezuela, you mm-hmm. know, and shout out to that country. Um, they have the fake president. Remember all that? And we could get into it all day. But we'll, just we'll get into let that people know it's later. Like, this is nonsense. America's theory. Republicans say one thing. And when you call them out on it, like uh, critical race theory, it's like, <laughs> oh, we don't like critical race theory. And it's like, well, what now is you're it? limiting speech. <laughs> yeah. You're limiting speech. You're literally limiting speech. Freedom of speech, which was what you y'all said... hold so dear to your hearts, right? Yeah. Now now you're limiting speech. Well, what's next? Because if you limit speech, then you limit it. We could, we could go down a list. Well, I tell you, Bastion, all the time, in order, f- in order for Americans to get true gun reforms, black people just have to start arming themselves. And I'm talking every black person going to have to start arming themselves. Like what happened with the Black Panthers. They started arming themselves and NR, then the NRA was quick to come out with some gun reforms. Quick. No, not yet. Not not then. Almost. Maybe like a couple years after. That was when they were able to like convince the government to do different stuff. But they were chilling before. NRA was just how, how to learn how to shoot safely. Yeah, and then let's you know how they became a, a mighty oh yeah power. Yeah, the, the, like really, really conservative libertarians got into the NRA and changed it from the inside out. Yeah, I wonder what the original. I always thought like I wonder what the original members of the NRA feel. Uh, the NRA is like today. Has anyone did that interview? That'd be sick. I should look into that. Yeah, right? look into that, experience. man. Say, hey, you guys created like this boys club in order to learn how to shoot weapons in safety you know teaching it to young kids and young adults uh now it's just this weird conservative group that just does a lot of dark money laundering to politicians how do you feel about that right (laughs) meanwhile you have all these white kids going up shooting schools and creating mass shootings 
and there's no reforms here. What's every up with that? Week. Every other every week. Other. Word. Yeah. Every other week, fam. Told you, man. What didn't Dave Chappelle have that joke on SNL during his monologue? That was like, yo, one of the best things that come that came out of this um out of this quarantine is the fact that all of these kids that would shoot would do um, mass shootings are all inside. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. Now, uh, Great observation. Opening up. So that's enough politics for today. Word. So let's get into what do you want? The freshman list? Uh, I mean, it's, you want, it's 136. You it's 136. Yeah. You can get into it. We get into it? Okay. Like a little bit. All right, cool. So the 2021 double XL freshman list has been here for about like a week now, right, Bastion? And. Sure. I'm going to rattle off some of the names here, Bashan, and you get to say yay or nay in, in comments on each person if you know them, okay? Sounds about right. Okay, so first up from Detroit, Michigan, we have 42 Doug. Bashan, your thoughts on 42 Doug? I only heard one song from him, so I don't necessarily have a proper opinion. Okay, 42 yeah. Doug for me... Um. He's been he's been killing it in the game recently. He does have multiple songs. He does have a good flow, and I'm happy for Detroit, man. Detroit is becoming the scene again for for great rappers. Um, I like that Detroit sound. It's it has that similarity of hip hop of um L.A. hip hop, that fast beat with the groove in it. I, I I enjoy that a lot. I think of like guys like T Grizzly, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Of course, you got Big Sean. Um, who else we got from, from Detroit? Oh, Sada Baby. I don't know if you remember Sada Baby, but he has like that techno beak. And he has, um, Nicki Minaj, um, in one track. What's that song called that Sada Baby got real quick? I don't know. We're going to skip that. I forgot yeah, the Sada track. Sada Baby's great, by the way. Whole lot of choppers. There you go. Oh. Yeah, Sada Baby is great. Sada Baby is great because he because he um infuses that um that techno, which was what Detroit was famous for back then before hip hop. Like, um, in America, techno was like king in Detroit, and he incorporates that in his in his rhymes, and I appreciate that. But yeah, man, shout out to Forty Two Doug. Um, I'm happy he's on the list. I know him, so good for him. Um, who else we got? Flo Millie from Alabama. Yeah, I know her. She's doing really well. I just, I'm, I'm glad she's on this list. Hopefully, she get more uh, attention. But she's, she's very good. I think you played her song the other week. The I other, did play yeah. her song the other week. Love, Flo Millie. I think in this um climate of a lot of lady rappers, I think the the biggest thing out of lady rappers right now is like the whole hot girl summer stuff. Um, yeah. Hot girl rappers like, of course, Meg and City Girls and all that stuff. And I think. What makes Flo Millie so different is um, she isn't like a hot girl summer rapper. You feel me? She she actually has flow and um, her personality comes out in her music. And I love her quirky. I love her quirky um, personality. And I just love how she raps. I love her flow. Like she's she's just great at at just rapping. I just love hearing her talk. Love hearing her rap. And I think. Um, her being exposed in this way is only going to benefit her. I know she's like she's huge on TikTok. She's huge in the meme rap world because I know a lot of um, I know a lot of people take 
clips of her songs and, and put them in TikToks and whatever. So I'm I'm happy for Flo Millie. Yeah, so you're making money. Yeah. Out of North Carolina, such as your favorite rapper, J. Cole, we have Murray. Have you heard about Murray, Bastion? No, I have not. Oh. All right, so this dude has a great song out called Quicksand, and he's technically he's not really a rapper. He's more of a melodic rapper. He He's more of a singer rapper, but... Um, he's a big dude, but like he he has so much soul in his in his um, voice, and he flows really good. Um, all I know is Quicksand though, which has about like what twenty million um, plays right now on YouTube. Probably, I'd say the same amount on Spotify. That's easily like his big hit at the 90 moment. Ninety million. Ninety million on Spotify. Yep. Damn, good for him. Um, <clears throat> I know. I think he he recently dropped with an album or a mixtape. Okay, I know this song. Yes, you've heard the song. I heard this song. What do you think about the song? About the song? Excuse me. Yeah, it it, it was fire. Yeah, this song slaps. <laughs> like he's he's good, man. It's good. Okay, are you still listening to it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. shout out to Murray. Him, he he's been out for a while, and I'm happy to see him here. I'm actually. I'm actually excited that I know a lot of these people on this list as well. Um, let's see who else. Of course, Pushaisi. Of course, that's a no-brainer. In jail though, but you know, shout out to Pushaisi. That's a no-brainer. Bashin. Pushaisi is interesting. Um, he does have like a one flow type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's just at the right spot place at right time so he's able to have like really good features but he's going to jail so yeah and like i said this is like this is the gangster rap era where these rappers are really about that life shoot yeah hell yeah man that man Remember, scares you me go back i go back to 2013 see how many of those rappers passed away word crazy yeah but yeah that kid scares me anyways from milwaukee wisconsin i didn't know milwaukee had a rap scene sorry for being ignorant there's um lakaya honestly i don't know about her all right i don't know lakaya oh let's see there's a there's a single that's popping right now <laughs> in order to tune in but uh yeah i think young and ratchet is probably the most recent and too much okay something to check out all right of course, my boo, hailing from Boston and Jersey, Coilerae, Bastion. Go on, do your thing. I know you don't like her. Go on, talk about it. I didn't it. say that. I, I love industry plants. <laughs> I think she's industry plant. Oh, because of her pops? Not because of her pops. It's just like investment, right? It's all about how the industry invests in you and what you're able to do when you're first walking into the, that door. Like, how you have a team that's focused on certain things. Mm -hmm. She's on YouTube doing like a kitchen, like a like cooking show. And she stuff. was a cook. No, it's it's cool. It's great, but it's like weird. That's what I mean. It's like it's like regular people, especially artists, don't do this. They they just work real hard just to make music for their first year. Of course, by their third album, they do whatever they want. You know, Tyler, Tyler Creator is a great example when he was doing his like extra like skits and stuff. Mm -hmm. He had to blow up two albums and now you can do whatever he wants. But if you don't have an album out, if you only have like EPs and like barely any singles and you're doing this early. No. 
But it's cool. Like I said, you do whatever you want. Well, she was dating Trippy Red. Like I remember that. I don't know if you. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I remember. It was all nonsense because it was on the gram like constantly. Um, I'm surprised you didn't bring up that performance that she had when no one knew the song. So I'm I'm thankful that you didn't do it. No, she's like I said, she's up and coming. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that's disrespectful. What was she opening for someone? Oh, I, I honestly don't know. She don't probably know. was. She had to have been. She doesn't have any stage presence, and that's something you learn over a period of time, right? You know, mm-hmm. because an, uh, industry plants don't have stage presence immediately because they ain't work it that hard. I'm joking. <laughs> well, at least you didn't you so didn't bring up Playboy yeah. Cardi, so I'm happy for that. What do you mean? Well, she does sound like Playboy Cardi. I'm not gonna lie. Everybody sounds like Playboy Cardi. They, 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 he woke up and people were sounding just like him. So, yeah. Fair enough. But you know, Coil Ray, that that was a no-brainer. Um, who else? Uh, Tuzi from Raleigh, North Carolina, and Syracuse. Um, do you know about Tuzi at all? No, I do not. I'm washed, bro. Me neither. 27. I don't know about Tuzi. I know about Blast though. He's from um, L.A. He he's more of a R and B artist as well. Um, women love him. Um, he makes some good bangers. I don't know. Have you heard about Blast from the from the West Side? No sir. Big fan but of Blast. This is what this list is for. For me to kind of discover these new artists. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Blast. He he doesn't put the A. It's it's an X instead of an A. So B L X T S T. Um. Yeah. He's been around for like ten years, grinding hard since 2010 and you know he's been slowly slowly building up a fan base i think i think you would enjoy blast's stuff bashing i really do all right we'll, we'll check out listen to that viewers listeners check his stuff out mm-hmm. and then uh all right this one is the most controversial one in my opinion i think she has no reason to be on here and i didn't even know she did music ruby rose do you know about ruby rose bashing yeah, industry plant. Oh no, no, no. She's no industry plant. She's an industry thought bastion. She's been around. Round yeah. and round, round we go <laughs> with your boy Playboy Cardi and and a slew of other artists. Uh, yeah. I yeah. knew her from Instagram, to be honest. Like I knew she was out here sticking her tongue out on Instagram. I didn't know that she was an art I didn't know she made music, to be honest with you. I just knew she was round and round, round we go. I don't. Yeah, I really don't know her. I didn't know she made music either. You're damn right you didn't. Like, you were just looking at her ass on Instagram like the rest of us. No, I never. I don't know her per se. The only situation I know is like I think she was flowing out and they fly her back. So Who I just know her, her by out? that story. Who so, flew yeah. her out? Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. rappers other rappers like i said i'm not i'm not future would be that guy. type of guy i would see future doing that allegedly no, i don't it, know future it wasn't future okay. but it was it was another young rapper okay oh um, but yeah i didn't know she, first of all when i saw her name on the list it's like oh i didn't know she made music right me neither a lot of people said the same thing right and that like, that's I mean, some thinking, industry plant right there that's what that's why i said it's like you could pop off one way Mm-hmm. I'm not dissing Cardi B, but it's like once you have that backing right. in terms of like finance, it's like, hey, you we see you're you're popular. Let's help you create your career. What can you do? Let's let's teach you how to do these things mm-hmm. and we could make money. That's 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 kind of my language for energy plan. You know? 
okay. you aren't thinking about that career path, but if they pay it for you to to do that career, might as well learn those skills. That's true, but also Cardi B's was a bit more documented. All right, she got yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she blew up on IG, then she was on Love and Hip Hop, and then she came out with the Gangsta Bitch Volume One and Two. Yeah, she's not an industry plant, but she has like industry more connections. Than, yeah, yeah, more backing than anybody else. Oh, one hundred percent. able to jump like levels very quickly and not Facts. not comparing her to Nicki minaj um because Nicki minaj really had to go through it in order to get to Facts. that level but she's able to get there with like i don't know five times the budget <laughs> <laughs> like i said i'm not dissing her i'm just saying that's how the industry is there someone's always oh i am i'm dissing Ruby Rose. to make money and the best way they look is like let's see who's popping on the gram. Let's see who's popping. Oh, and facts. like I said, Cardi B is the mo- was the most interesting figure yes. on the internet for a very long time. And yes. she still is. Yes. So, Fair. So she, she deserves what she has. Um DDG. I don't know if you know who DDG is, but like he, he was like a YouTube rapper for the for the longest. He he would be like I wouldn't call him like Mac Lethal or anything like that, but like he's under that umbrella of just youtube rappers and so he was actually um the last guy who made the uh who who won the fan voted 10th spot winner from the from the freshman class like so i'm happy for him you know he got to get out of the uh youtube rapper sort of label so good for him that's really hard to get out of hell yeah because you could be end up like freaking mac lethal all the time and just Take shots at uh, <laughs> melody rappers and, and mumble rappers for the rest of your life. Mac Lethal. Yeah, you don't know who Mac Lethal is. He's he's a he's a he's a white rapper, and I think that's important to um, note because uh, he let's just say Eminem is is a major influence on him, and you know that from and Jump. Probably Tech Nine too. Probably Tech Nine too. <laughs> So I think I got everyone. Oh, and uh, Ian Dior, who is this like this Puerto Rican kid um, out of Corpus Christi, Texas. I don't really know much about him. Again, um, my bad, Ian Dior. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all of the freshman twenty twenty one classes. Sounds you- good, Gio. Um, probably going to list the half of them. Hopefully, okay. they'll be sticking around. If you could recall uh, last year, you know, NLE uh, Chopper is probably still around. He is. So TJ is still popular. Maybe Keem's still out here. Yes. Uh, Big Lotto. Bobby Foreman still out here. Of course. 24K Golden still out here. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Oh, Jack Harlow. He's like huge. Now. Of course. Was there so, any artist that Chica. you. Oh, yeah, Chica as well. Uh, is there any artist that you would have liked to see on this freshman 2021 list that didn't get um, any recognition on it? Um, no, not really. Okay. Well, I have a couple. Uh, what, what's the homie that came out with on Pray for Haiti? Um, oh, um, from Griselda? Yeah. You should know him. You you talked about it. Hold on. Let me, let me look it up real quick. <laughs> My homie. There you go. Makami. 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 That's one. Another one I think should have been an easy pickup, but hey, they didn't do it. Is um, ESTG. I don't know if you're familiar with ESTG, but he he's been 
killing it as of late. He's got records with Lil Baby and Moneybag Yo. And he, he's been he's been going crazy as of late. And I think that's a huge crime that ESTG hasn't been featured at all this year. Um, also, if they wanted to right the wrongs of Sada Baby not being on last year, they, he could have done that. But <laughs> yeah. But also, um, Sada Baby did say last year if he didn't make, he didn't make the list in 2020, he doesn't want to be on. Period. So hey, I don't blame him. Uh, I'm still surprised Chef G isn't on at all yet. I think that's a huge crime as well. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I can think of at the moment. Sounds sounds interesting. Oh, Spot him, got him. <laughs> Spot him, got him. That's so another rapper. You, you think so? I mean, to be fair, a lot of them Florida cats, a lot of them Jacksonville cats can. I think the reason why they're not is because of how. Um, let's just say how how known their songs are and how extremely disrespectful their songs are. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, hey, that beatbox song is just fire. Beatbox <laughs> is great, but you know, you have you have guys like Young and Ace, right? And I don't know if you've heard about Young and Ace. Uh he has that no. track Who I Smoke and he, they sampled A Thousand Miles by yes. Vanessa Carlton. And then cool with it. and then their um then their op called Fulio, he remixed Fantasia's When I See You. And that song was it was pretty gnarly. You know what? I'm gonna send it to you right after the show, and I'm gonna li- I'm gonna have you watch it, um, so you can. I'll give you the backstory too off air because we ain't snitching. But uh, yeah, I guess that's it for the show this week. Um, next week it's gonna be an interesting show because Tyler Creators dropping. We're gonna talk about Bo Burnham's inside. We didn't have enough time to talk about that. Um, Bastion- Probably talk about Loki. I think next week's last episode is a four-episode of the show. Wait, seriously? It's only four episodes? I, I, I have to double-check. You tweaking. There's no effing way. No way, dude. It has to be at least eight or nine. Oh, five. Five? Oh, come on. I mean, whatever. Fine. Sure. Okay. But I was right, though. I was right about the premise. I did call it. Six. Six. Six five. episodes. Perfect um, correction, six. six. All an hour each? Yeah. Okay. But I was right about the premise, man. I did call it. Yes, you did. I did call it, so I'm happy about that. Is there anything else you want to add before we head out? No. Um, you know, make sure you catch us on our podcast. Make sure that you share the podcast with your friends. And please comment, like, and subscribe. <laughs> just, just comment and stuff and tell us that you like it. Facts. And hey, reach out to us on uh, BlackSeinfeldNY at gmail.com. All right. Today we are going out with her of her latest album. Um, this song, although came out in like 2019, she just put it on the album, which I don't like about her album, by the way. She puts on a lot of old ass songs on it, but whatever. This is your debut. Fine. Uh, this is Slide featuring YG, which is an ode to her city of Vallejo. California. Shout out to the Bay Area. Take care, ladies and gentlemen. We'll tune back to you guys next week. Until then, oh snap, bro. It's gonna be July 1st next week. Bam, 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 bam.
Man, this is crazy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, take care. Peace. Peace. You always wear them glasses. You don't want to let no sucker look you in your eyes, huh? Better show them eyelashes. You love what you do with a passion. Ooh, that trash. I fuck with you, girl. All he wanna do is gas me. How we end up in the backseat? Just tryna get to the bag. We on the same page, you the same way. Only keep the fam around me. So let me know what it's gonna be. I don't plan on getting no sleep. Why we doing nothing? Moving too fast. Candy paint with the windows all black. Seats creme brulee. What they gonna say? With the top down, screaming money, anything We up till six in the morning When the sunrise, we'll be on it Oh, I got five, you know it's so live Tell me when to go, baby, when we gon' slide Baby, when we gon' slide Hey, hey Up all night, baby, when we gon' slide Oh, yeah, yeah Baby, when we gon' slide If we on a run, nothing matters when we one on one. Looking at us, cause we going dumb. We on the same wave, you the same way. You know I'll be down if it's with you. Where we going, baby? What's the move? We should take a trip up to the moon. Get a room, doing nothing, moving too fast. Candy paint with the windows all black, seats creme brulee. What they gon' say? With the top down, screaming money, anything We up till six in the morning When the sunrise, will be on it Oh, I got five, you know it's so live Tell me when to go, baby, when we gon' slide Baby, when we gon' slide hey. Up all night, baby, when we gon' slide hey. Up all night, baby, when we gon' slide oh, Up all night, baby, when we gon' slide I need a vacation. I need my b in the apron. Booty all out cooking bacon. Orange juice and ace, so we drinking. I only come out when the stars out. I'm on a mission, but we fall out. The city talking with a large mouth. Yeah, they after the boy like fall out. Four hundred. Chop it, give me 50, girl. Chop it, give me 50. You should slide with me, cause you be tripping when you miss me. You gon' hold me close and on your neck gon' be a hickey. I ain't gotta do too much, I know what get you sticky. I ain't gotta know astrology, I know your vibe. Skip the footplay, you don't let with your mind. I ain't giving out apologies when I'm behind. Then up the seats of the brand new ride. Moving too fast, candy paint with the windows all black, seats creme brulee. What they gon' say? With the top down, screaming money, anything. We up till six in the morning. When the sunrise, we'll be on it. Oh, I got five, you know it's all live Tell me when to go, baby, when we gon' slide Baby, when we gon' slide hey. Up all night, baby, when we gon' slide hey. Up all night, baby, when we gon' slide uh, Up all night, baby, when we gon' slide uh. Then up the seats of the brand new ride